Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. Presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Third and five. They got to get to the 15-yard line. Snap is back. Blitz again. Deep fade left side. Gallup caught it. Backs in. Touchdown. Here's uh, Brad Sham on 105.3, the fan flagship for the Cowboys, the voice of the Cowboys. And now you get to hear from the man himself. Brad, happy new year and uh, good to good to have you today. Appreciate you being on with us. You're welcome, Matt. Thanks for having me. Happy New Year to you. And uh, we it uh, that call sadly the other day led uh, Gallup ends up with the injury, and so we'll see. And uh, that's a strange thing going into free agency like that. Uh, we'll see what the Cowboys are able to do with him. What do you think, Brad, of this decision? So far, it sounds like the Cowboys are going to load up and go play to win the game, as some famous coach once said, um, in, against um, Philadelphia. Given where this team is and, and the way they've been playing kind of up and down recently, do you, do you think that is the best uh, scenario for them? Well, I, I think they need to work, uh, certainly on offense. Um, but I, I would say let's see what the uh, Eagles do. They've got 12 guys on the COVID list. Uh, who went on yesterday. Now, if they're vaccinated with a five-day window, some of them could come back. But there's some pretty big guys like uh, uh, Kelsey, the center, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, Cox, the defensive tackle, and two two big guys in the secondary. And I mean, it's some of their important players. If they're playing all backups, then um, I, I don't know that I would – play my guys the whole game and I don't know if I'd play them the whole game anyway now you know it's not you, you've got 48 players so you, you just you can't play all third stringers but I I would like to see the offense function a little bit I'd like to see the defense get after it and and then I might find some time for some backup players and uh, try to keep the guys I'm going to need the next week out of harm's way as much as possible all right, I, I I wanted to kind of see where it landed with you, some of those comments about the officiating after the game the other night. Um, it, it always sounds a little like excuse-making, uh, at least to my ear, when I hear things like that. I know uh, I saw uh, Babe Laufenberg tweeted about it. Hey, you're leading the league in penalties. At some point, you got to look in the mirror, some, mirror. Some of this is on you. Where did some of that uh, – did that? Do you do you see that as just kind of heat of the moment stuff, or does that not sit well with you when you hear players start pointing at the officials after a game? Oh, there's probably a little of both, Matt. Um, I, I would like to know if uh, they were discouraged from saying anything like that. Um, I understand their frustration, uh, but the, the officials are not why they lost the game. I think Babe is right when you're leading the league in penalties and second in the league in penalty yardage, that all didn't just happen to you right then. I, I think there was one game this year, the Las Vegas game on Thanksgiving, where the officiating was just egregiously bad. And, uh, and I think there are some, there's some evidence of it, and, and it probably cost them a chance to win. I would say that um, 
there were certainly some calls that hurt them the other day. There were also a couple that probably hurt the Cardinals. And um, if you keep every call just like it was and every other mistake just like it was, and you kick a 43-yard field goal and don't fumble the ball in the fourth quarter and give up three more, you're going to win the game. So I, I think it's, it's understandable. The frustration's palpable. But pointing the finger at the officials for why they lost the game is misdirected. And I really do think they need to look in the mirror about that. Yeah, I, uh, I tend to agree. Talking to Brad Sham, voice of the Cowboys, ESPN Central Texas is the Matt Mosley show. Brad, um, we thought maybe the, whatever the so-called slump that the whole media started talking about with Dak that had ended with Washington. He had a great game. I guess like a lot of people in that game the other day, he seemed to have kind of an uneven performance. He fumbled the ball, wasn't always accurate. As you, as you head toward the playoffs, where are you right now with this quarterback? I mean, I, I think we would agree this guy's a great leader. The players respond to him in a lot of ways. Yet his play has just simply not been on point in some time, with maybe the exception of that one game. Where where are you with this quarterback, and do you have hope that he could maybe you know click it in here headed into the playoffs? Well, yes, I have that hope. Um, I, I think he could quarterback my team. He clearly has not been his very best, but we, in my opinion, Matt, we uh, run the risk of uh, acting like we know what we're talking about incorrectly when we blame everything on the quarterback. We don't know. Uh, there was one route that comes to my mind in the first quarter. might have been a third down. Uh, he just threw the ball like completely behind Cooper. Oh, I don't know if Cooper – I know there was a miscommunication, but I don't know who miscommunicated. So it, sometimes it's it, it's all on the quarterback, and it's not his fault. Uh, there were a number of times that uh, I think they had four or five batted passes. Sometimes the other guy makes a good play. And then I think that um, – and, and I do think, having watched most of the offensive tape, I think that they're, they still need to be blocking better. Uh, there are two other things that – kind of make me scratch my head one is and i said this on the air in our broadcast a guy in their building not a coach or player who knows way more than i will ever know suggested to me about three weeks ago that uh, they might be a little more efficient and better in the running game if they got under center more and out of the shotgun some and uh, they did that against washington and they did not try to do that uh, against the Cardinals. Uh, Mike McCarthy said yesterday it was because of the choppiness of the game and all of the penalties, but a whole bunch of those penalties were on third down. They mm -hmm. they kind of looked like they were going into one of their hurry-up modes uh, early in the game, and then they got away from it, and I don't understand why they didn't do it more because that's what they had done to put them in such a comfort zone against Washington. Also, by the way, Parenthetically, let's remember that they weren't playing Washington. That, that was a different team and a better team. And it's a team that's going to be even better in personnel when they play them in two weeks. So I, I think that there's the, there's the hurry up, there's the under center. Um, and, um, you know, I, I think that whatever Vance Joseph, the Cardinals defensive coordinator, dialed up, he was able to confuse the offense. 
I know one thing that I see a lot of looking at the tape is they've got like nine men in the box, and at the snap of the ball, five of them are bailing out and dropping into coverage. And there were many, many times when he had uh, a two- or three-man route covered by six defenders. And so that's going to make it a little hard on the quarterback, and the quarterback's always going to get the blame. And that's fine. He, he understands that. It's part, of the, it's part of the game. And it's correct that he hasn't been his sharpest. But I do think there are a lot of reasons for that, not just the quarterback. And I've seen what he can do. So, yes, I, I, I have hope that he, can, he and the whole offense uh, can perform a little bit better. They also – Pollard had 19 snaps. I don't know why he didn't have more than 19 snaps, if he, unless, mm-hmm. unless his foot was bothering him, which it didn't look like it was when he was running. Um, he was listed as limited in their practice today. But, um, I mean, he's been one of their best weapons. I, I would think – I don't think that he has to have the bulk of the snaps, but I do think that uh, more than 19 might be called, four out of 66. What do you like when you watch the uh, film? Do you like that all 22? Do you get some special access to, like, coaches film? What do you uh, – when you're breaking it down and taking a peek, what, what angles are, are you liking to, uh, to, to, to watch? Yeah, I do like to watch – I mean, I'll watch the TV copy of the other team. But mm-hmm. uh, for the Cowboys, I do like to watch the, the coaches tape when I can get access to it because you get the all 22 and then you get the end zone view, which is really good for – watching line play on both sides of the ball and the running game, and it's very instructive. You know, Brian Broadus once tried to, when his son was really young, tried to kind of walk me through a bunch of uh, video and, uh, and break it down and, and teach a young Mosley uh, what, what I was looking at. And I think at some point he looked back, and I was just back there playing with his kid, uh, and uh, it, I think he realized maybe I was a lost cause in that area. It's a it's a very instructive way to look at a game, and um, fans watch a game on television, mm-hmm. uh, and some of them now, because there's some of this All-22 tape that's available to anybody with a credit card, um, yeah. a lot of them watch it and think they know what they're looking at, and <laughs> sometimes... I, I, I don't know what a coverage is. I don't know what route... Um, a guy was supposed to run and didn't. I don't know what the quarterback saw when I look at it and I say, why didn't he throw to that guy or throw it earlier? But, uh, you know, you don't know what he saw or what his instructions were. And so there's a lot that goes into it. But I find that watching that tape is really instructive and asking questions when, when you don't know. That's, all, that's also a pretty good idea. Talking to Brad Sham, voice of the Cowboys. Brad, I, I assume you got to know John Madden over the years when he would come into town, and he, of course, loved Coppell Deli, which they uh, they had some uh, their breakfast sandwiches. They put a lot of bacon, a lot of cheese, lots of eggs, all those types of things. It's things, Brad, you and I are trying to avoid uh, at this state uh, stage in our careers. But uh, what did uh, what do you remember most about? Uh, John Madden, and, and even you as a student of the broadcasting game, wh- when he first started broadcasting, uh, what, what did you sort of take from, you know, just what, what did you think of his style? I thought it was unique, and uh, John was, I was privileged to be around him a few times. You know, we, we'd run into him quite a bit because they did so many Cowboy games, especially in the 90s, but um, I, I'd like to th- I'd like to think that I could call him friend and 
Um, we actually did a game with John once. Um, this this uh, story got uh, tweeted about and uh, posted, but um, because because I happen to be in the public relations director Rich Dalrymple's office the other day when he was on the phone with Peter King, and I told Peter this story, and um, and he said he was going to write about it in his column, which he did. Um, it's John, it, the first year that Aikman retired, we needed a. Um, color analyst for the first preseason game because Babe was doing the game on television and it was Rich who said well the game was in Oakland and Rich said well John's usually there he's got a suite maybe he'd do it so we asked him and he said sure I mean I knew him at that point I knew him fairly well and um, he said sure and he John came into the booth first preseason game first game of the Quincy Carter era <laughs> And uh, and John comes in uh, in uh, in a backwards cap and overalls and velcroed shoes, unvelcroed, and he was just as comfortable as could be. And I believe that he has told people through time that it was one of the most enjoyable games he ever did, because he did not have a producer in his ear telling him what he had to say. He could talk <laughs> about anything he wanted to talk about. He also he did say. Early in the game, he said, well, the Cowboys are going left to right on your radio dial. And I've always wanted to say that. And uh, he got a big <laughs> giggle out of that. I gave him a um, – early in the game, I, I, I handed him an Etch-A-Sketch. And he said, what's this for? I said, well, I know you're used to a Telestrator. We don't really have a Telestrator in here or use for one, but I thought maybe on this Etch-A-Sketch you could draw whatever you wanted. And he had he got a big <laughs> kick out of that. And uh, and then we were right about the two minute warning. Remember, it's the first preseason game, and we're just having fun. And John was having fun, which w it was impossible not to have fun around him anyway. And uh, we got to a, the two minute warning, hit a little lull, and kind of out of nowhere, apropos of nothing, John said, uh, "Troy Aikman." And I thought, uh oh. And I said, uh, John, you know, Troy's not here. He retired. He said, no, I know. But I didn't think it'd be right to have the whole evening go by without anybody mentioning Troy Aikman, so I thought I would do it. <laughs> it's, really, it's really one of the great, uh, most fun highlights of my work life, Matt. He was a guy who, and I did a number of shows, talk shows with John, and ran into him once or twice in Las Vegas at a fight. Uh, he was a big fight fan. And uh, he, he just was kind of who he appeared to be, but he had such a big heart and, and was really good to everyone. He treated everyone the same, Whether, whatever they did, whoever they were, they were important to him. And he was a joy to be around. And, and a lot of guys tried to copy his style. A lot of guys at Fox tried to copy his style as analysts. And they all swung and missed because there's only one John. Did you ever climb on the cruiser to just take a, take a look bus. around? Never had a chance to get on the bus. Okay. All right. Well, that, uh, that was it. You know you're big time when you can just demand to uh, – uh, you don't want to take airplanes anymore. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna travel on a bus. And, yeah. Uh, Similarly, <laughs> you know, uh, my my friend Troy Aikman, he he travels on his own airplane, and he's not the only one. There's a lot of guys who do that. You can be big time and still fly. 
Well, I mean, have you thought about doing that, Brad? Yeah, do you know what those things cost? <laughs> Only Aikman and Romo are making that kind of money. Troy would actually like you enough to, if, if he's doing a Cowboys game, you could hop right there on with him, I bet. But uh, If I wanted to do that, I could probably ask him for a yeah. ride, and I could probably get one. But yeah. um, I don't – first of all, then you'd have to come back with him, and he leaves <laughs> right after the game. And he also comes in right before the game. So oh, okay. I require a little more time. I know. You like to get prepped and get that prep board and all the things. I've peeked in your room before. Uh, yeah. Brad, I appreciate you uh, appreciate you doing this, and uh, uh, you know, everybody in Central Texas loves listening to you. And, by the way, we're celebrating a Sugar Bowl championship, uh, and, of course, we have a national championship men's team. So uh, pretty uh, pretty heady times for, for my alma mater. Yeah, I, I, I uh, watched that Sugar Bowl game. Very happy for what that program has done. And, I, as you know, I've done a number of Baylor basketball games in Coach Drew's tenure a big fan of what he's done and it's i'm looking forward to watching them again try to defend that national championship this year it'll be a lot of fun thank you brad look forward to seeing you soon thanks matt there he goes brad champ voice of the uh, dallas cowboys